Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Rainbow Podcast, proudly supported by Sideline Sports School at Erinar. This week we discussed all the comings and goings of players, we discussed the stadium management and much more. I'm Jimmy and I'm joined by Luke, Josh and Morrow. How are you guys? Good. Pretty good. You? Enjoying the off-season? No. It's a bit boring, isn't it? Is it the off-season? What do you mean, is it the off-season? For some oh. reason, Aaron's wearing sunnies inside when it's currently dark. I've been so confused. There's so much going on, but looking it's okay. Like, looking like Tony Abbott. I've remembered that there's football and Mariners, so... Yes. Good to be back. Right, walk out song. You should get this one. Pretty easy. The Return of the Rose. Yes, yes. I apologise for the poor audio quality. But you could say we sealed the deal. The deal. <sighs> You're up, Morrow? Bazinga. We sealed the rose. Anyway. Thoughts on Some him his return? horrendous joking to start the show. They were pretty um, bad. Thoughts on his return? Uh, unpopular opinion. Purely football terms, I don't think it's the right thing. I agree. Yeah. Um, I think nostalgia-wise, I think it's great to have him back. Uh, Good for experience for the the young players. Yeah, ex-vice captain. He can lead these young guys uh, to where they need to be. Um, I think the type of person he is fits in perfectly Mm -hmm. uh, at the club, which is obvious. Um, He's been... been here through the highs and through the lows, but I think football-wise, um, purely football, uh, I don't think it's necessarily the right move. Can you see him being a backup player to Golic? Yeah, that's what I think he's been brought in to do. I think he's been second choice, best second choice left back behind Golic. Or the signing of Kai Rouse, which we'll talk about soon, I think uh, either him or Rosie will be starting left back. I think Golic will play centre back. Fair enough. To be but CB. I think it's so Bar- he'll be with Barrow in centre-back. Yep, so Golic will be CB with Barrow and either Rouse or Rose, whoever impresses more in pre-season. There is some adaptability, uh, is some adaptability in the back line, so you know, and that's can what, switch yeah. So Rouse is a specialised left-back, isn't he? Well, he's, he's a left-back. That's what Ocon, I think, has probably signed him as. Yeah. And it's, it's good we've got the experience and the youth in each spot. And a bit of versatility there. We've got different options that we can use, and, and it's on that basis that I think this isn't such a bad uh, thing for us to do. I doubt very much if we would be paying the top dollar for that. Mm. Um, last year, the player managed to make the first side in a team that finished above us. I recognise that their defence was not ideal, and at times he looked a little bit um, uh, like it was a challenge for him as well, but... Um, with other left-sided players and given the lack of options in terms of left-sided players, it's the hardest position on the field to recruit. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think he's filling anywhere near of the cap as he used to. So No. no. So, so, yeah. so I'm willing to accept that uh, I am glad for the homecoming and uh, he can bring to the off the field what he brings to the club is really good on the field. I'm not certain that he still has what he has had but uh, can contribute certainly uh, to a versatile um, left-sided squad there. We've got three players that um, could easily fit in there. Yeah, good You know, good left-backs are very hard to come by, and that's just what he is. He is a good left-back, but I 
I think I just would have rather to see go elsewhere. Maybe I'm glad that he's back at the club. I'm you know I'm really happy about that. Um, but I'm more than happy to be proven wrong. I think he'll work well with our pace in in the mids out wide. Yeah. You know he doesn't get anywhere up the field as as well as he used to. No. The first few seasons with us, but um, yeah, I think he'll work well there. Right, so on to MPL2. We've had uh, four games since we were last here. Blackdown Spartans, we won 4-2. That game was moved down to Valentine. Then we had Hills at home again, uh, 2 all, And then another home game that was moved um, down to Taramara, uh, another 2 all draw against Northern Tigers. And then we lost to St George, 2-1 on the weekend. Um, MPL's been fun lately. Well, eight games, eight games undefeated. Uh, it was, few, seven, it was seven, draws. seven that we lost. Yeah, we didn't yeah. achieve the eight. Didn't achieve did that, yeah. Um, Still, we looked good. Yeah, we did look very good. We looked very good for a, a period of time there. Um, there was a few draws thrown in there, but some really good wins. Currently well. sitting fifth in the we table. We are. Marconi are flying away with it up the top. I think they're on 41 and we're on 27 now. I think Wanderers, Northern Tigers, and one other team that's, forget us, St. George, are above us on the table. So I spoke with Ben uh, just before, and um, he mentioned that you know we should have won that game on the weekend against St George. We actually equalised, but it was disallowed. Apparently, you know they're, they're claiming that Shelford's cross went out when it come, when it was coming in to Duncan Stewart. So, you know we did equalise, but it it didn't count. Ben also mentioned that um, you know they were absolutely pumped up and ready to go. He said it was like a rave party in their dressing sheds, like. After all the music had finished, they were yelling and screaming. So it, it showed when they came out to the field, um, they scored two early goals and we didn't start too well, but um, we're in about 25th minute. Um, ben gave a few different roles to the players on the team and slightly different shape and formation and uh, we dominated from that. So dominated the second half. Um, Duncan Stewart came on, almost scored with his first attempt, scored with his second and then got a third, you know, Got the um, his third shot later on, but didn't count, unfortunately. Fox missed a chance, classic missed a chance. He, ben said that um, it was one of the best halves we've played all season, but we just couldn't capitalise. On Duncan, you might see him training with the, the first team sometime this, this season, and hopefully he, he's a good striker. He's quality. He's huge Very good too. player. He's so massive. He's, he's quick, he, yeah. he's strong. Strong. Yeah. Got a you good know, finish on him. Yeah. One of the problems you see with the young guys moving into the first team is that they're not built enough. Mm. A la um, Trent Barger. Yep. Yeah. Too small. But uh, he's already at, he's already there. Mm. And yeah, Ben mentioned that um, he's adapted really well and then he's, you know, never really had any, you know, real coaching. The team did miss him because he was out for three weeks after the Marconi game. He had appendix removed. So he, they missed him for three weeks and it really showed with um, the lack of goals. So, yeah. The MPL is going well. The next game is at Plume Park this weekend, 5pm against Mounties Wanderers FC. Another warm Saturday, Arvo. Right, on to news. Uh, we have a new fitness coach. His name is Balder, and that's all I know. Balder? <laughs> really? Balder. This he's, is news to me. He's from the Netherlands, and apparently they're doing a lot of fitness work with the ball. I don't know what Bryce was doing before, but um, I've, got a, I've got a mate tells me he looks he looks a good, so... Hopefully it does well. Yeah, well, from from what we've heard, we've heard that they've been getting absolutely smashed ever since they've been back. Yeah. Because I, um, I think Ocon wants a certain standard of fitness and a certain style to suit his gameplay. Yeah. And I say that it'll be probably 90% of stuff with the ball. 
Yeah, well, it should be. I think, yeah. you know, majority of fitness should be with the ball. Yeah. Another product of the trip to Europe, perhaps. Possibly. Might have signed Hirare when, in the Netherlands and then got this guy because he's from the Netherlands as well. A few years ago, I used to get the, the training schedule for the Mariners and they would be doing uh, probably two to three double um, training sessions, like two training sessions a day. They'd be doing that twice a week. Um, apparently, we haven't done that for a long time. So I I don't know why we don't do that. Was that the Arnie days? I think it was, um, yeah, the start of the Arnie days, probably the end of McKenna. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there were there have been periods, you know, lately where we've maybe faded out late in games and it's probably cost us. So I'd say, you know, that's why Ocon sort of wanted to move on a little bit and maybe get his own sort of style in that he knows will work, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, anyway. Um, the W League bid um, has been knocked back uh, for another season due to a lack of changing facilities at um, Citrico Stadium. Now, uh, the Mariners sort of pointed that out and said, you know, it's it's not really our fault, but then uh, Central Coast Council are blaming the Mariners for not doing that. They're also saying they've got they um, $2 million set aside um, for to give the sporting facility a facelift. You know, I think the council are looking at, um, you know, shifting the blame on and not really taking any accountability. Sounds like our council... Pretty common amongst them. They're good at making decisions yeah. to delay things. Fire up, Aaron. Fire and it's, up. It's not the only thing they blamed the Mariners for. They also blamed them for the big screen as well. So they've allocated $2 million and so far they spent 40 bucks on a tin of paint. Nice work. Mm. They've painted um, the corporate boxes and mm. the toilets. Two tins of paint, 80 bucks. Whoop de fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's not and a roller enough. and a couple of brushes. So, you know, you can buy them in one of those special packs for about $10. So. I guess we've still got, what, 1.99999 million left. How much is the paintbrush? Oh, I reckon you could get a three-pack for less than $10. A couple okay. of bucks. At, it's, uh, you know, Bunnings? It's embarrassing the disdain the council seem to have towards the Mariners. I get that, you know, I get in the past that there's probably been times when the relationship hasn't been good, especially from the Mariners' viewpoint. But that's all different. That's all changed now. There's much better people on board and operating the club and they can't seem to let go. And it's bigger than that for me. The the council has bigger and better things to do than worry about the minor issues and arguments about how that stadium is managed and they they just aren't doing any of them. The only thing that they seem to be doing under this administrator is making decisions to defer things and uh, sending out propaganda trying to convince us all that they're doing a good job, such as uh, it's the Mariners' fault over big screens, toilets, whatever else. They've let that stadium fall into the state of disrepair that it's in right now. They um, were found out on the weekend with the NRL game. Exactly, and yeah. it's, it's bigger than the screen, it's bigger than the paint, it's bigger than the facilities in the corporate areas, it's the food vendors, it's the... Um, design of the way that food vendors interact with the customers. Lack of roof. It's Yeah, th- th- there's a whole list. And, and sure, it's great now they can sit back and point the finger of blame at the Mariners because the Mariners are making public that they want to improve things. Um, but uh, I don't know about other tax or rate-paying residents, but I want more from my council than a bunch of pushback. It's rubbish. I pay and for that. The W League thing is so disappointing too because it's probably the one <coughs> thing we don't have at the moment, you know, we've, we're going okay financially. Uh, we're looking like we're on an upwards 
trajectory on the field with a good coach, making some pretty good signings. Um, we've got our own base here at Tugra, and not having a W League is the one thing that was missing, and then we're not going to have it again for a whole season, and it all relies on the council getting the act together. And I've got zero faith. Who would have any that. faith? Yeah. What evidence is there to support the idea that the council will do anything useful there? Yeah. They've shown absolutely no ability or or interest in doing that over the long term. Um, mostly what they've... They don't seem to understand that their role in on the Central Coast is to encourage development, encourage business, encourage interest, encourage entertainment, encourage more people to come to our area. Um, instead... They seem primarily focused on uh, letting us know that they're going to spend $2 million if they ever start spending it, but uh, what have they actually done? A yeah, paint. exactly that. Yeah. All politicians Very are little. useless, That honestly. blank space. And you know what? It's, it's going to be even more hilarious because they'll get, they'll get found out even more when they hold other events, like well, with the NRL. Richie. Lionel Richie is going to be a shit show. I hope it is. I really do. It's going, it's to, going be to be a, a shit flop. Show. It's going to be a massive flop. I hope there's a giant fan and a massive turd hits it. <laughs> like if that if that place, <laughs> yeah. pro- which it probably will, it'll probably definitely sell out, and which is what happened on the weekend with the NRL. They'll be so underprepared that it'll just be embarrassing. And yeah, it's, and the whole especially the whole w league thing is even more frustrating because we offered to make all of these changes and to pay for it and they still won't let us but then they but then they're going to go out and try and host all these other events it's almost like the flog of the dead horse yeah it's almost like in an in an in an attempt to say well you know we don't need the mariners because we're going to do all of this other stuff it's embarrassing. I yeah. hate them. Oh, there's no doubt that that's the primary aim. They just want to make sure that they let everybody know that uh, the Mariners are, just because the Mariners get pushy, they're not getting what they want. Well, yeah. I would say that that is a council far ill. Mm. Bears in. Um, <clears throat> apparently the council is also in final talks with two NRL teams to bring more games to the stadium in 2018. I think that would probably be the Roosters and Manly. Well, how many is there this season? Two? Or something? I think it was just the one on the just weekend. The, maybe the one, yeah, because this, this year was the least amount they've had in years. Have one game and guess what happens? Sell out. You sell it out. Yeah. Have three games, guess what happens? You tr- you cut that crowd in three. Yeah, the Northern it, Eagles did not work. put a third of each game. It's just that's the way it is. Yeah. If you had 11 NRL games up here each year, they'd be lucky if they got our crowds. Yeah, exactly. Oh, shots fired. Yeah, bang. Code wars. <laughs> Love code wars. People up here have been starved of the NRL and then we're all shocked when the whole place sells out when we have an NRL game for the first time in a year. Now, more on the big screen. Um, Sean did say um, that they had prepared to buy two big screens, but the council administration um, had confirmed that uh, the investment had included, um, you know, a a screen. So I'm expecting like a 42-inch Come up, forty-two inch. Yeah. I was going to say to you, can we stop using the term big stre- big screen because it's about the same size yeah. as my telly. It's it's yeah. It's, it's a disgrace. Yeah. We need we need Allianz screens. Yeah, at, at Allianz, Allianz screens. At Allianz, the picture in picture on those screens is bigger than our screen. You know, you see <laughs> in Bay sixteen, you do see fans from all over the world visit. I don't know if you've noticed, Luke, but you you know from yeah, time to time you will see. Not Chinese or Japanese visitors come in, or, or yeah. Dutch visitors, and you look at them and you just feel like going up and saying, "I'm sorry, you know, this is an <laughs> this embarrassment. This place is a piece of shit." 
you know, the view's good. But apart beautiful, from that. Beautiful place, but uh, not well maintained. Hasn't been well maintained for a long time. Time to get something happening there, Council. The, food, option, the food options are shit. The, the nachos give you diarrhoea. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. <laughs> and apparently people missed more than half the game on the weekend at the NRL, just lining up for food and drinks. Why well, don't people that walked out? They walked in, saw the lines and fucked off. Yeah. It's I don't get how they do it. Just had enough. How do you, how do you get it that wrong? You're just, you're just poor at doing it. They're just yeah. not managing it well. And I mean, you know, they probably are managing some things well. But they're not managing that well. They're not no. managing the food vendors well. They're not managing the lines. Well. I can't wait for no. Lionel Richie's dancing on the ceiling to just cut out like halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> the power's just going to go, <laughs> and everyone's going to be in the dark. With the um, the beer lines, you know, you see them. They, they're pouring the beers as people are lining up. Why not pour them before? Put a pack of four together, and so that way they to go cash. Thanks And it's out It's gone Mate there are experts On this kind of thing The specifics on how They pour beers Or prepare beers I'm not interested in that Just make sure the beers Get served quickly And the people get back To their seats Because everything else Is bollocks It's a joke Because that's called Common sense Yeah it's all just excuses To be honest And it's not Kath's fault No it's not I don't think it's Exactly stadium management It's back down to council No and it's not Personalities either Or individuals I'm sure these people Are you know Busting their nuts To do the best That they can For everybody concerned And to do their jobs But that's not What it's about This is about ideology And apparently The Mariners are not Included in it No Mm. Well there must be Some rugby league people In the council Which in itself Is absolutely deplorable The idea that we would Have people in council At a management level Who are playing favourites With the uh, people Of the central coast I could not think of a more farcical situation. Not not surprising, but farcical. Absolutely disgusting. And it's happening. Trust us. Mm. Frustrating. How much do I pay them each year? Don't even go there. Too much. They're in a transition phase at the moment. So still. Hopefully new councillors come in and kick the old pricks out. Right. Um more sad news. Days after our last podcast, um, we were talking about Channel 10 going under and they went under. It's not really that sad. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-season rumours are orange, uh, which should be a lot of fun. I hope it's orange because last time we were, me and Luke and Rhiannon were there, it was a lot of fun. Mm, played uh, played the ma- Jets back as well. in the most boring game in the world. It was a terrible game, but we had, we, had, we had fun it at the pub. It was horrendous. We yeah. had fun at the pub. The pub was good. That's all that's important. Oh, was it like a 1-0 loss? Or was I think it was 0 or some shit. No, nah, we I lost one. I'm pretty sure we You've lost 1-0. Yeah, that um, should be game. somewhere that rivals Plume Park for coldness, though. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it gets Oof. mighty frosty out there. I went to Bathurst once and when I woke up, went to go hose the ice off the, the yeah. wind, uh, windscreen and the hose broke in my hand. Just <laughs> shattered. Snapped frozen hose. Not just like split, it, the whole thing just shattered. Like it was in like liquid nitrogen. Um, owners turned down another money offer from the FFA. Yeah, this is starting to be good fun, isn't it? Real good fun. It's it's starting to look like the uh, Australian cricketers um, sort of thing that they're having with that's a debacle. Uh, their, their association. It's um, they're not happy the clubs at all, and uh, I think so. Greg Griffin, the chairman for Adelaide United, anonymous person. <laughs> he uh, he is the he is the spokesperson for all the clubs most of the time. Um, I don't know if he's the best spokesperson person in the world um, and it's kind of ironic that uh, he wants a audit 
uh, on the FSA when he let Adelaide United slip behind uh, in superannuation. Not just an audit, a forensic a audit. A forensic audit. Uh, and then today it came Sounds out serious. Ab- about, the, uh, about the anonymous owner uh, that wants FIFA to come in and basically strip the FFA board uh, and start fresh. And the anonymous owner is definitely Greg Griffin. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Who asked to remain anonymous? Yeah, like how he put that, like put that he was an owner. When he's definitely, yeah. An anonymous just sort owner. of lied a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's not it's not looking good though. Like, what the the club's knocked back knocked back uh, three point five five million uh, last week. So it week. was three point two five. It was three point two five. Gone up. It was down from six, wasn't it? Three hundred. Yeah. Didn't thr- they originally flan- uh, well, like wanted, say it was going to be six? Six, yeah. 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 yeah so and I never thought they were going to get that. No. But, no. but the 3.25 was a bit sketchy. It's a pop yeah. dream, that. Yeah. And it doesn't appear to be a negotiation or any form of um, uh, collaboration to come up with this. It seems a lot more of an auction. Mm. So FFA keep making ridiculous offers and uh, via, the, yeah, and via yeah. the media, anonymous owners like, not Greg Griffin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and knocking back the auction, so they're hoping that they'll just get to a number, and the clubs will go mm, okay. But yeah. when they very well could have offered yeah. more, so I think the clubs want minimum four, which you know I think is pretty realistic. Really, when initially the clubs were going, we want six. They're never going to get six, but I think four is a good number, and four is what the clubs deserve. Well, just quietly, it sounds like bizarrely what the clubs want is for there to be a relationship between the way that the FFA handle money and the way that they give money to the A-League clubs. Bizarre, Mm. isn't it? Well, like what we were talking about earlier. I know, planning on how to actually spend your money, doing it in a way that actually makes sense, being transparent. Oh, oh, you know, I'm a revolutionary. (laughs) Well, like like we were talking about... Just call me FFA if you need someone to run the show. (laughs) Like we were talking about before with Moya Dodd getting paid a hundred and something thousand dollars last financial year in consultancy fees. For what? For what? No wonder they want to hear the rest of how much she's been paid and uh, presumption of a salary, consultant fees on top of it. It's ridiculous. If I get into the FFA, I'll be paying myself some consultant fees too. Don't you worry about that. Something needs to be done because we're at this weird point where it's too important to get it wrong where we're at and um, they're getting a lot wrong at the moment the FFA well they're just not getting anything right which what makes about the logo wrong. did they get that one right the, the orange peels A-League one yeah it's weird it'll take some time to get used to it's growing on me a little bit I think it's just because we're so used to the the old one because the old one's been there since the start hasn't it mm. Mm. I don't mm. know it's mm. just it's 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 a it's a weird logo I don't, mm. I don't enjoy it that much. No, neither. It looks pretty plain, to be honest. Yeah. Nothing no, but all the marketing gurus tell us that it's fantastic, so it must be. You know, I, I think the general public have a hard enough time recognising what the current A-League logo is. And, you know, you show them the new one, they're going to... I've got no idea what that is. Well, looking on the bright side, is though... Is that an orange label? That is a decision that FFA made. They made a decision. They made a decision to do on branding. something. They probably spent consultancy fees on it. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> but there is a decision. They came up with a decision to change logos. All the important things are getting done at FFA. Mm. Mm. They should decide to sack themselves. <laughs> right. More FFA. The A League draw is out. Uh, Mariners have Newcastle for the first and last home games. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right. 
And then we have a um, Jets away game on the Tuesday during school holidays. Yeah, Tuesday night away. That's I don't stupid. Think I, I don't think it's going to get a good crowd, a good away crowd, I mean. No, well, that, like, I, I understand the thinking behind it at school holidays, but that week, people still most go back people to work. go back to work. Yeah, I think I'm back at work that day. And kids are on holidays, but the parents of those kids have to work. And so, therefore, the kids aren't going to be at the game. So I, I don't understand that at all. And that that whole round is going to be Monday to Wednesday of that week. Um, there is one more dodgy timeline, which is Adelaide at home on Thursday the 16th. Thursday night game is weird. Does it work in the um, rugby league? Do they still have it? Thursday night games Does in, it work in for league? Them? No, not not at all. All right, okay. It doesn't I work, think, um, especially here. I thought we I think average, average NRL crowds for Thursday nights is barely above 10,000. Low. So I thought we'd already low. tried this out and it failed. Yeah. Remember where we played Melbourne City on a Thursday, didn't we? Yeah, and it was a fail. And it was, and it was two, crap. There was two people and a dog there. Craptacular. Um, not, can I say, I'm not a fan of playing the Jets first up. Hang on, that was the game we went to the pub. Yes, it's a game we weren't at. Yeah, we yeah. To the, gone to the pub. <laughs> I don't think we were going to be there anyway, so <laughs> no, we just put not. up a gone to the pub sign. Anyway, sorry, I'm go I'm okay with playing the Jets first up. I don't like it. But I'm insulted by the fact that we don't have a Saturday night 7.50 game to play the Jets. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So That is true. I thought this was actually the Hyundai A-League draw from the FFA, but clearly this was written by Fox. Yeah, who it's, run the it's, it's always the Fox draw. It's yeah. always the Fox draw. No, I, I yes. just well, Fox, that's crap. I just don't like the derby games first because I think you should build up to it with a couple of others and then hit the derby because it feels like the season when it whenever they off do with this, derby. It always the was it last season started off with yeah. derbies as well. Yeah, but whenever they do this, it starts off with a bang and then it goes into a lull straight away. Yeah, it feels like it doesn't. Every season it it does. feels like it doesn't build up into anything. That's why I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. It should be round three or round four or something like that. And but what are your thoughts on the uh, Sunday night 7pm games? Brilliant. More Brilliant. of them. Finally. Brilliant. Yep. Uh, but I can't take my kids to the Sunday games because it's too late. Well, get stuffed. It's about the player safety. You don't want your, And our safety. You don't want the players playing in five o'clock, middle of well, summer, 30 no, no, degrees no, no. in the blazing hot sun. Not exactly the five o'clock games. It's the three o'clock games that we were getting. Mm. Ugh, three o'clock games. That's even yeah. worse. If little Johnny's a bit sleepy at school the next day because he got to see the Mariners win, then tough. Tough luck. Tough. But, um, but yeah, for us as well. Like To the people whinging we're, about... We're in the you know, sun for the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I know we don't have to run around, but... 7pm, um, I think, is a perfect time for kick-off in summer because 7pm, yeah. it's starting to get cooler. You sort of get that twilight sort of game where it's still a bit of light around and then goes into the night time. And it's, I think it's good, for, it's good for the players, it's good for the fans. So anyone whinging about it. I'm all for it. Isn't it yeah, really yeah. just two games? Because one of them, there's, one of those 7 o'clock yeah, games is New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve. And so there are two Sundays at 7 o'clock, is that right? There's, there's yeah. four all up. I no, think. no one says anything about New Year's Eve, do they? That's a 7 o'clock game. Is, the is New Year's Eve on a Sunday? Yes. Oh. Yeah. So, draw, so that um, means there's two actual games at a 7 p.m. Central Coast Stadium. I'm Sunday pretty sure games. there's four. Oh, I'm not finding them. Well, I'm looking down the list. I, keep talking about I am old and well. I am blind, anyway. but I 
I'm only finding two, which really... The draw overall, though, I think is really good for our home games. There's a much better mixture this season than what there has been for a long time. Like, we got the three Friday night games, one against Sydney, one against Newcastle. The ones on the, ones on the Saturday are mostly later. Um, there's only a couple of sort of earlier games. I think it's the, it's the best home draw we've had in years. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the Geelong game? We'll let it slide. Let it slide. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> right, the FFA Cup. We have been drawn against Blacktown City FC on Wednesday, the 2nd of August. Kickoff is at 7.30 at uh, Lily's Football Centre at Seven Hills. The game will also be on Foxtel. Yes, a club that is uh, ranked higher than us in uh, the club standings, like the national club standings that involve A-League clubs and NPL clubs and that. Blacktown is ranked higher than us. So we are the underdogs, <laughs> officially. Already playing the underdog tag. Do you think we can um, get the win? Not going to be easy. I think so. I, I feel like we should win. You're only as good as your last game. And how did we go to the last FFA Cup game? As well as Adelaide went, mate. Mm. But, yeah, that's the thing, though. Blacktown, good answer. Blacktown would be a better team than Green Gully would be, wouldn't they? Much better, I reckon. Yeah, Green Gully were mid-table yeah. at the time. Yeah. And Blacktown are near the top. Yeah. So. They've got a good squad. I feel like we should win. A few x matters. if there is an upset. Don't be surprised. I'll obviously be sad, but I won't be surprised. Yeah, a few ex-Mariners. We've got Cancross in there. Um, Matt, Travis Major's not there anymore, I don't think. Isn't he? I'm pretty sure no, he's, he's gone overseas. He's gone to Malaysia or something That's like right, that. Yeah. Um, but uh, they Matt, do. Matt, what's his name? Yeah, uh, Matt Matthew Lewis. Matt Lewis, Matt Lewis, who Matt is Lewis. the captain. Uh, they got Danny Choi. they got Joey Gibbs. Choi's out, apparently. Choi's, is he? Choi's oh, I think I, I did see that. Uh, yeah. they got Mitch Malia, ex-Sydney FC. So they've got some good like a decent players. Squad. Good players. It's going to be tough. Speaking of MPL, did you see um, Appia shipped in soil from uh, Italy? That. No. For uh, their for their field. Appia love a brag about their home ground that doesn't have a scoreboard. Yeah, it's weird. Eh? They spent bucket loads of money on eighty five thousand dollars shipping in dirt yeah. from Italy, but you can't have a scoreboard. Yeah, wow. Ridiculous. What a way to spend $85,000. Stupid club. And people think these NPL clubs have no money. they got plenty. Marconi's got plenty. Anyway. Um, Liam Rose and Bahaja, Trent Bahaja, are on the under-23s Australian Oli Roos squad list. So, congratulations to them. Well done, boys. In some... I don't even know what type of news to describe this is. Laurie McKinnor is the Youth Jets coach now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I had to I, ha- I had to recover from this for a good five minutes um, It's probably the stupidest thing I've ever heard The CEO of a club also being the youth coach I don't think, has it ever happened before in the history of football? How, well, does, how does that conversation go if he has to sack himself? <laughs> I, I don't know I've got a mate that works in the same building And he says that he's um, still hobbling around so, I don't know how he's going. I it's, do think, though, yeah. that when the youth coach asks for equipment, changes, support, anything he'll from the it. club, he'll be getting, yeah. you know, some good responses mm. from the CEO. Yeah, you know? And, and so. Laurie will be able to have those conversations, you know, while he's seated. It's odd. It's very odd, isn't it? This, it's this, bizarre. Um, the idea that you could actually do the two jobs and do them justice at the same time. Mm. Anyone who believes that, good luck to you. Good luck you know, to you. we, people, you know, 
uh, people made fun of us because we try to cut back on a lot of things, but this screams of trying to save money. Yeah. Of not hiring a youth coach and just having him do the two roles. It also screams of um, Laurie being more comfortable in a football role than an administration role, and I don't, I don't. Well, he was mayor him. of Gosford for a while. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that was his most comfortable role. No, and, true. And so, uh, I still feel as if I think he does miss it. Clayton yeah. Zane will be a big factor in their youth side as well because he he was their youth, he was their youth coach last year, wasn't he? Oh, wait, was he? Zane was youth coach, wasn't he? You're on your own. I don't know. Well, maybe I think I, I think I was vaguely remember seeing him. And we played him at home in the youth in uh, during the summer. So oh, that's right. We were giving him shit, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, I remember. He that. tends to hang around like a bad smell. So yeah, I think it might be mostly him doing it. But Laurie, I don't know what he's thinking with that. Well, maybe Zane's going to you know go up into the office and do a bit of CEO work in the you know. <laughs> oh, job swapping, share. They're yeah. swapping jobs. <laughs> yeah, afterwards. <laughs> job exchange. Yeah, later on in the day, Benny O'Neill pop in there and do a bit of CEO work, make up for it and. I'll get someone off the Newcastle streets to fill in for Benny while he's... More disturbing news. Ernie Merrick isn't happy with the airflow in his office. <laughs> oh, good. Really? Yeah. Apparently he's, not he's, not get, he's not getting that nice little sea breeze, is he? No. Mm. <laughs> right. You don't get a sea... You know, do, do you get oh, a sea breeze in Wellington? That was a joke. <laughs> no, it's serious. It's serious, yeah. Oh, Apparently I, thought, I thought that was a Wellington no, no, joke. No, no, no. It's, it's full on. Like, he walked in there and then turned around and said, yep. Air conditioning is not. Oh good well, that's probably understandable because he does know that he's gone Welcome back to, to Newcastle. He's learning. gone back to the dark ages. He's got a, a striker from the dark ages, the dark days of football. So you know, there's no air conditioning back there, Ernie. Right, Fred's question. As as we know, the club have actively been signing players on a scale of one to ten. Um, how comfortable are we on how the team is shaping up so far compared to other A League clubs? Well, can I just say... I feel like it's I a five for me. At the moment? Five, yeah. Jesus. I think we might... He's a tough marker. I'm going to hold off from answering this in, until um, until we get the next lot of signings. Because what have we got? We've five more signings. Once the go. squad... You're talking about once the squad's done? Yeah. That's what I'm I thinking. I think that's fair. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say at, at this stage, after tomorrow, I'll be about a seven. I cannot oh, believe that in the Luke no. and I are in agreement. Luke I in was, the no. I was going for a seven. The ITK. I've got, I've got reasoning. Mm. My seven comes out of there's a uh, a method in the madness. Every signing that I've seen so far, every change that we've made so far indicates to me that we've got a plan and we're sticking to that plan and we yeah. don't really care what's the happening Ocon outside plan. of our plan. It might be a bad plan. We won't know that until after he's given an opportunity to implement it. But at the moment, I like the fact that there's a plan, there's an explanation. Um, so seven. Why did the three get missed? Because it's pre-season and we don't have a full squad. Fail. Yeah. I've spoken here before about the fact that that was our primary target to get as many people through a full preseason as possible. Mm. And so, so we've got 17, 16 if you take out Ascroft. I think it's 18 if you take Actually, out Actually, 8 out, yes, because Rose isn't on there. Um, so, so that's not anywhere near a full squad, obviously. No. So, so I'm going to give it a number 10, three, for, I mean 7 for tomorrow. Three visa spots still left. Yes. Three yeah. visa yes. spots left, yes. five squad players. So Yeah, so one, I think we'll... We'll definitely keep one Vezza spot for January. Definitely. Yeah. We're all um, we're all ITK here. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah. think we'll fill fill um fill the Australian spots, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need we definitely okay, well the three that we need, striker, 
a really decent striker, decent midfielder, decent goalkeeper. And a left back. Yeah. So Another left back. Yeah. <laughs> Another one. Got so I dare, say, I dare say Visa's involved in at least two out of three of those. I think uh, you might be hitting the nail on the head there, Mara. Because yeah. we really, you know, need to fill bar the one spot. But the <laughs> but the one spot, you know, who are we going to hire? Yeah, yeah, we know. You know, I think right. Lionel Messi. <laughs> what about who we have signed so far? Yeah, well, I was about to go for it. So the signing since uh, we last met, Josh Rose. Um, we've already talked about that. Uh, ben Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, Josh. Josh is rough straight out. I'd like to apologise to listeners for Josh's behaviour. I'd like to apologise to Ben if we ever speak to him and he happens to listen to this episode. Ben who? Um, yeah. Ben who? This, it, was, it was on the cards for a while and then we thought it was off and then it was on again. Um, I don't understand the Ben Kennedy signing. Um, he's yeah, a, a player that... Player that hasn't played in over twelve months. Uh, he's just come back from. Well, he hasn't even really come back because he hasn't played yet. But he's just had uh, a big injury. Um, he's never really set the house on fire. I don't get it because we had Nesesky. Yeah, I'd, ra- I'd, ra- I'd rather Ivan over I'd, him any day. Yeah, you know, I, uh, maybe when Ivan left with that post that he put up on Instagram, and then it got deleted, or maybe there was a few attitude. Things floating around there, or he didn't get on with uh, Ivan uh, or with Ocon, so maybe that's why. But in pure goalkeeper, maybe Ivan as well, maybe second in, uh, in pure goalkeeping terms, I would have rather Ivan stay. Um, but yep, agreed. But I have heard that we are uh, deep in negotiations with Alex Cisak, which was is kind of obvious when you see that what happened. Um, with him over at Leighton Orient, as they they had a lot of issues with their ownership, mm-hmm. um, and then they got relegated They're into the turmoil. non-football league, and then they basically released a whole bunch of players. And so he, I think he's played about ninety ninety something games for Leighton. Um, I I don't know if that's the answer. That's the only issue. I you know I think Ben Kennedy's been signed purely as a number two. And everything else hinges on us getting another number one goalkeeper. So if we were to sign CSAC, he'd be number one. And then now the only issue is with Vukovic going overseas, Sydney want him. Want CSAC? Ah, okay. So now we're in a dogfight with Sydney and we know who's going to win in the money stakes. Quick Google search. (laughs) But (laughs) so CSAC is 28. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's he's a decent age. Good age. He's not a visa. He's got decent experience, but again, I don't know if he's good enough to be a number one from where he's come from. League, league two, yeah. I you know. I think I think the A League is a higher standard than League two, surely. Surely, yes. and surely, we have, yes. surely and we have got to higher quality in this particular. Like it, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm not thrilled about the Ben Kennedy option, but you have to think. That I think that's an understatement. I know, but but you have to think that we have spent very lightly on our goalkeeping stakes so far. Yes. So the fact that Paolo was pretty public about how he regards what we've got as not our first um, options at least suggests to me that we understand that what we've done so far is to fill backups. I so, just don't get it, though. I don't get that signing. Well, I'm with Luke that I can only think that there is something to, that is uh, personality-related that's in the, uh, around the Ivan situation. 
And we never saw it. Ivan was a nice bloke and, you know, but uh, if he in any way didn't appear to fit in with Paolo's um, direction, then... Yeah, but there's a few decent keepers in the MPL I'd rather sign than Kennedy. I'm sorry, it's just... Agree? You know, he could be the nicest guy in the world. I'm sure he's real nice, but he's ex-Jets and hasn't played for a while, just... Yeah, and I'm, I'm with all of that. The wrong way. I agree with all of that. I don't have a reasoning that uh, justifies Ben whatever, Kennedy. Whatever happened to Michael Oldfield? I remember, I think it was it last season or the season before. We had a trial and we signed some, we signed Bray instead. But Oldfield, I remember, was signed by Sydney and was let go pretty shortly after. So I think he's back in MPL somewhere, yeah. floating around. Because I think at one stage Jerry was taking up a visa spot, but then I think he got citizenship. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think, the, as in not before he signed for Sydney when we were sort of looking at him, but but I know that if we're, we we will go all guns to try and get CSAC, but if we don't, there is a backup plan. Well, we had Hewitt Bell, but ITK he's off again. studying in the MPL. With Sydney FC? Yeah, <sighs> studying and also saving two penalties on the weekend for the MPL side. Team of the week. I don't know what the issue yeah. was there, but... That's our, num- that's our number one keeper wearing sky blue. Yeah. Right. Uh, Kai Rowles from Brisbane Youth. Um, we signed him. Mm, straight Prom- out of the... Promising uh, left back. Straight out of the AIS and then through Brisbane. I think he played less than half an hour for the Raw in his uh, whole time there. So not even really enough to really get a gauge on him on what he's going to be like. But So a squad player? Well, I don't know. Ability. You know, it depends if he impresses because it's going to be between him and Rosie for the left back spot, and that's what you were talking about before, Aaron. Where it's clear that he has a plan for this old head, young head in every sort of spot, almost. Um, and you know, it's going to come down to whoever impresses most. Impresses yeah, you have him. to think that Paolo thinks that Kai can take that step. It's a very Ocon signing too. Yeah, yeah. It's it, he obviously has a bit of history with the player. Uh, at youth level, and he obviously thinks he can take the next step and he thinks he can walk in there. So, you know, left that side is a difficult place to um, feel, as we already talked. And I don't think we've touched on Galloway's departure yet, although I might That's be coming up. preempting another agenda item. But I'm not sure when I look at what we have now that I think we're worse off. Like, I think we are a lot better off than we were. We had Mickey Neal and Scotty Galloway as our two staples for that left-back position last year, last season. And uh, I don't think anybody... Like, I hope that uh, Galloway could produce a little more than he did, to be honest. And uh, Mickey Neal has, hasn't been able to recapture the form that he had when uh, Liam Reddy crushed him. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd put Josh Rose above Mickey Neal and I'd put Rouse about the same as where Galloway was when he got here. So that, that leaves a fair bit of potential and some backup with Golek um, as a left footer on that side as well. So, yeah, options. And well, that's what I was thinking. I thought Golek was brought in to be centre-back. Um, not centre-back. I thought he was brought in to be left-back. That's what I thought initially as well. I thought Golek was going to be our first-choice left-back because I remember he played played left-back for the Wanderers, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's right. He's pretty versatile, but and he's big, so I think he did. And I remember well the time. Back. I remember the times he played left back for Wanderers. I thought he did okay. Like he wasn't anything special, but he wasn't like horrendously bad either. Right, and a signing that hasn't been confirmed yet, but we're gonna say it anyway. We're gonna go there anyway. He's been sent at Erina, <laughs> so Mark, Mark, welcome to the Mariners, Mark Key. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Marquis. Um, what a Valencia guy. Youth. Um, Look at the history in, of the guy. Born in Gibraltar. <laughs> now, he has had 
some Achilles injuries. Is it Gibraltarese or Gibraltarese or how do you say um, Gibraltar? Gibraltar. (laughs) Yeah. So is it not? Apparently, he's going to be playing tomorrow night. Is it not Marquinho or is that someone else? Marquinhos. Yeah. No, no, no. It's someone different, mate. Oh, okay. No, that's the Brazilian. No. That's a Brazilian one. Yes, yeah, uh, the Brazilian Marquinhos. Marquinhos. I see. Yeah. So I look forward to seeing him tomorrow night in action. Um, the other one um, hasn't inked in yet, but uh, Daniel De Silva. It's pretty it's much. Coming. It's pretty much done. We all know yeah. it's going to happen. And we yeah. like it. This I is, like this it. is going like back it. to the days when you know oh, everyone knew everything uh, that was going on at the Mariners. You know, we knew all the signings coming, and this is—it's happy. It's reliving old memories. <laughs> the leaks, the it's leaks a, are big. This is um, this is pretty big though, for the club, short term and long term. I think, um, I think he'll probably come straight in. He'll probably play number ten. Um, I think he was on a lot of money. Um, over at Roma, so money. we're gonna have we're gonna have to pay. <laughs> you was we're gonna have to pay. <laughs> we're gonna have to cover that. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to pay a lot of money uh, to get him back here. But well, we'll have that's to account okay. for it at least. I feel that's as if okay. like if we've got De Silva in number ten, when then we've got Hirare and then another what visa? Who do we have? Visa? Who are they? Hirare? Who are they? No. Who are you, yay? Yeah, that's that's close enough, mate. <laughs> and then another visa midfielder, then that's pretty, you know, a visa midfielder yeah. is actually good as well. well that's the, pretty it's, decent. It's the whole thing we've been talking about ever since it became an issue. That spine up the middle yeah. is will look really, really good. And, um, you know, he there was an article that Davutovic wrote the other week about uh, he's been back in Perth for a couple of months doing some whole sort of uh, military-style Sort of boot camp regime and yeah, like a boot camp thing, and apparently stronger than he's sort of ever been, and um, so he's going to hit the ground running. Whereas opposed to because he hasn't played too much because he's just come back from an injury, um, hopefully he'll hit the ground running as opposed to starting now. It was it was funny how Perth came out with a statement saying that he wasn't going to sign for them. Perth have duped that on us a couple of times lately. They did the same thing with the Poscalero thing. They announced him before we announced he left. And then they basically announced that we'd signed De Silva before we'd even done anything about yeah. three weeks ago. It was a one, so one thanks, up, Perth. One up, well, but one there were rumours back in January. Yeah, I think it's it was been around so a long time, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm, but this is this is where it becomes good. So that's all good short, short term, but long term, if we sign him to a two or three year deal, he comes back here, absolutely kills it. He's already been signed for a million plus by Roma when he was seventeen or whatever he was. So if he comes here, back here, kills it, he's going into his He's only, He's still prime. only, what, 20, 21, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. You could eat, that's easily a transfer of two, two and a half mil back overseas. That's huge for the club. Smart player business. It is. And could be a successful part to the team anyway. Yes. You know? I just, yeah, I, I really, I'm, I'm excited about this. Yeah, so and, am I. Um, I just hope it doesn't turn into the whole... Uh, Mustafa Amini, Tom Rogic thing where, you know, they play brilliant for the first half of the season and then teams will work out how to take them out of the game. Yeah. So we're going to have to work out. Um, Ocon's going to have his hands full trying to work out uh, job, another way mm. of um, working that whole thing out. I don't know. He's going to have to do his job. I'm excited. It's a big signing. It is. Hopefully get some bums on seats. Well, certainly can improve us, that's for sure. It's what we've all been whinging for, that we want a playmaker and he's one. Yeah. Right now, outgoing, um, as you mentioned before, Josh Scott Galloway. 
Hmm. It's a weird one. I thought it was a weird him going to Wellington. Obviously, wasn't keen on staying with us for whatever reason, but good luck to him. I thought he was pretty decent for us. Scored a couple of goals. Scored against Sydney and Newcastle. Yeah. Which was good. You know, the club released him to go on the trial overseas, and he obviously didn't get it. And um, when he came back, it was. But basically, he didn't want to come anywhere near us, really. So I'm not. Yeah, not it's really either sure. that or Ocon's had other plans for left back. Yeah, he's going. Okay, well, I can't can't bank on Scott, so I'll get two others. Yeah, because obviously Ocon and Scotty have some sort of history there with the young soccer is. So I don't know if. Um, Galloway didn't get on with Yolich for whatever reason, um, you know, which we have heard sort of around the traps that he might be a little bit hard to get on with, but I think that's because he's a bit of a hard-ass, but that's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what we need. So it just all depends on the type of person you are and the type of player you are, whether you can handle that or not. Mm. Maybe Scotty couldn't and didn't want to come anywhere near us. But in going all the way to Wellington is a weird... That's like... It's See not ya. the best place to it's play like your football, is it? nudged over to the side because nobody else wanted you. Yeah, good luck because you'll need it. Yeah. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, Mickey Neal was released as well. Necessary evil. Yep. Because he's, he's been here for so long. Um, you know, he's shown glimpses. Obviously, nightmare with injury, but had to be done. Top bloke, just yeah. he's um, a top young kid, and and he was so close. When, just before the Liam Reddy crushed him, injury, he looked like he was going to fulfil the potential that he had. Shown. He didn't look up for it last year. No, he just couldn't quite get himself to that level for whatever reason. He looked he like always he was looked two like steps behind. He always looked he like always he was looked struggling. scared by the big lights. Exactly, sort of he just never looked comfortable, and we can't have that in that important position. So. Okay, next one. Well, we've put down Harry Ascroft, but um, hasn't been made official yet. No, so, so he's gone on trial overseas with Barnsley in the championship, which is sort of a surprise because I don't think he's a championship quality defender. He might get he might get a gig, but he'd be very much a squaddy. I think, well, I even then, he might get loaned out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He'd be getting loaned out to League One or League Two, or if not lower. But um, in saying that. I think when he was called upon last season, I thought he did an all right job. Yeah, he did. Agree. Yeah. So it's, we must it, get a small it, fee. It is here. a bit of a loss. We must get a small fee. A here, transfer so. fee. Don't even say the. Are words. we getting a transfer fee? We should ring the bells. Well, he's contracted. <laughs> let's face it. So yeah. should have a party. So either that, or we've agreed to release him. Yeah. Or we'll agree to release him. Um, last one, Reese Papadimitrios. Um, he hung around for well, this is what we're hearing. He um, hung around, um, hoping for a first team squad. Um, he didn't get it. Ocon knocked him back, so um, we've let him go up to Hamilton to um, get a bit of coin for the rest of the season. And um, we probably won't see him back here, unfortunately. Um, again, top guy, decent footballer. Just I don't think he's just there yet. So you know, he might go and trial another club. All the best to him. So. Yep. These these players aren't done, you know. They can they can uh, yeah. restart things wherever it is they move on to. Mickey Neal being a good case in point, going to Sydney United fifty eight. Mm. Uh, if he you know presses the right buttons there and he'll get the right opportunities, then he can make himself uh, he can bring himself back to where an A league club might want him again. But 
it, yeah, these guys have to do it that way and, you know, sad as it may be because well, he has been a great bloke. United, 58, they played against Wolves on the weekend. Wolves won that. Um, there were five ex-Mariners players in like in that fixture just alone. The Reese one is hard because when, when these guys get to the age that he's at in the NPL, if they don't get offered a contract, they just get spat out into yeah. the system in one season. So if he can go back up to Newcastle and go to Hamilton and earn 600, 700 bucks a game, then all the best to him. Yep. Right, so we currently have two keepers, uh, six to seven defenders, um, depending on if uh, Ascroft stays or not, five midfielders, but that does include Powell, who you know we're kind of putting more up forward. And then uh, four forwards listed, uh, but two of those are wingers at the moment, so... Yeah, so we've got um, you know it's what, five spots to fill, six if you include Ascroft. Yeah, it's slowly balancing itself. Slowly, but the most <laughs> we've left to last because we still haven't we we've put all of the periphery in place, but we haven't got a, a an official spine, if you will. Mm. We've got we've got a good border. <coughs> we just need exactly. a decent sort of middle, which I definitely think we'll get. Yes, but it's important. These are our most important three signings, I think. Yeah, I totally agree. Yep. And I think they're the ones that will, you know, drive the team forward. Probably. Um, more rumours. Thereo, you seem to suspect that we don't need that anymore because... Yeah, my um, Thereo was that... Um, <laughs> oh, fuck me dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've got enough wingers, oh, come yes. on, that was good. My Thereo is that uh, we just, we decided against Thereo in favour of Hool. And uh, I think we've got enough wingers now. We've got Bahaza, we've got uh, Apia, we've got Do you think uh, that was a financial decision? Um, I think it could have been, yes. And it also saves us a visa spot because, of course, Thierio is a Spaniard. So Hul is a Novocastrian. (laughs) (laughs) Similar. It's another country, I know. Who thinks that Gosford's in Europe? Yeah, well, you know. (laughs) Hopefully we didn't pay the kind of transfer. Woi Woi is the Venice Down Under. But it's also yeah, being true. called the largest underground cemetery in the world. Your, mi- your minor <laughs> is the, uh, the the Florence of of the Central Coast, then. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, well, I, we've got the game tomorrow night, 7 o'clock kickoff against the Central Coast Select team. You'll probably see um, two full squads of Mariners down there, um, first half and second half. I know six of the academy boys will be in the team. Um, so if you don't usually get down there on the Saturday to watch them, then this would be a good chance to watch, you know, some of them. Come over and say hello to us and get behind the uh, the Mark Key. Um, yeah, we'll be there cheering The drive, the drive, yeah, Mark yeah. Key drive. So um, we look forward to watching him. Uh, thanks again to Sidelines. Uh, we'll probably be back in a month or so again. You happy with that? Yes. You'll be away though, won't you? No, we can't do between, yeah. No, you know my problem, yeah. <laughs> going going away. Don't want to He's do going anything. away. Well, that's good then because yeah. No, I'm kidding. Let's, let's have a pod then quickly. <laughs> anyway, quick pod right, Thank you for listening. We'll be back in a month or so.
Now, guys, obviously, Marquee isn't real. Shock horror. Yeah. So, yeah, we had the idea the other day, and um, I pitched it to Tyson and Pete, and they did the work for us. Tyson did the Photoshop for us. It was very good work, by It was way. lovely work. Extraordinary work. And uh, Pete wrote, uh, wrote up the Wikipedia page, which unfortunately only lasted... Seven Six days? Six hours or something. Oh, really? Six yeah. hours. Yeah, it got taken down after that. But it was just enough time for someone to find it and post it. And um, it took flight, our little guy. <laughs> he took flight? Yes. He was, he was the key to unlocking defences. Yes. Yeah, we should lock him in. Ah, uh, Marky Mark. Anyway, um, yeah, we'll, we're going to continue to play with that and um, hopefully get some more fun of it. Thank you for listening.